Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friend Jake gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can find my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Monday, November 21st, 2022. Get you in here, check out the webpage on the banner for a primer and explanation. That's www.pictheprofessor.com slash new. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard-earned money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game, but as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And if you have questions about these games or ones we didn't cover, the best place to get those answers from us is on our Discord chat, which can be accessed through Patreon. Link is in the show description. As always, remember, there are no locks and gambling. So what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades to indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, on location. Yeah, yeah, out out here in Tennessee now. Yeah, not not yeah, a location with a basketball it. game. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you're, you're not you're not chasing hurricanes, you know. No, but no. you are at a different location. So if, if there is a hurricane here, where there's big big problems. I, yeah, sometimes I feel like yeah, sort of like if, if that weather event's happening where I'm at now, like the world is in really rough shape. <laughs> so uh, how's how was how was your weekend of watching uh, college basketball? Uh, basketball was lovely. I watched that Houston game, almost jinxed them if you follow me on Twitter, so that was rough. They go up 16. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible territory for Oregon, and then Oregon immediately responds with a 12-2 run. So <laughs> glad to know that I control Oregon's basketball's fate. Um, there, you go. there you go. Football, on the other hand, was very, very sad. Yeah, very, very, very sad. Jake, if you're unaware as a Tennessee fan, so that was a rough weekend from football-wise. But we're talking basketball here, but before we get to those games, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free, and if you turn on notifications, don't miss any of the college football, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned that Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found there. Above and beyond what we do here, membership starts at just $3 per month, www.patreon.com. Slash picks the professor, but even if you're not with us there, we are thrilled to have you here. Let's get right to it. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description and current as the time of this recording on late Sunday night to the A plus play of the day of all the A plays here for your Monday. The one that you want to talk about is Georgia Tech and Utah. It's a 5 p.m. Central tip-off. Sideline says that this should be Utah minus six. So I've mentioned this before. Sometimes the the edge isn't extremely large and it's an A grade. Sometimes it is large and it's only a B grade. There's some complicated things that go into it. but the bottom line here is that you think that Utah State should be favored by more than what they are. I locked in four as an A grade. They're currently at four and a half. Uh, Jake, why do you think that Utah minus four and a half is the best of all the A grade plays? Yeah, uh, Utah's coming off their worst outing of the year, losing the Sam Houston State, which – now they have wins over Oklahoma and Utah on the road, so maybe they're not as bad as we thought coming in. I mean, 
Yeah. But, th- but they also shot terribly. Utah shot terribly, and they turned over the ball a lot, which I think is more key to Sam Houston State's defense and why that team is not as bad as we think they are. Um, but Utah has two two main guys with uh, Braden Car- Carlson and Gabe Matson. They just make the offense work, everything about them. Um, Carlson more so because he leads in points and rebounds and blocks, but uh, Madsen kind of does a little bit of everything else. Uh, they have a, a pretty good point guard in uh, Wor- Worcester. I feel like I'm trying to say Worcester, but uh, yeah, right. Toss, but um, Worcester is a is a pretty good point guard. He kind of he starts the offense and he's, he's averaging about four assists a game. Uh, Utah plays really slow. Um, as they, they rank like 263rd in tempo, um, but that's in a large part due to their defense because it's more of a Virginia pack line style defense where they want to make you take all day and work as hard as you can to score, and then they'll score when they have a bu- easy bucket on the other end. So it, so it kind of leans that way. Uh, Georgia Tech is much the opposite from the offensive standpoint. They want to run and run and run, go fast. Like we've talked about before, when you're going, trying to speed up a team, you have to have the better talent. Your defense has to be better. Georgia Tech doesn't have that. They're not going to be able to force the turnovers and speed them up. Um, I mean, they're oh, they're just not very very good. Uh, they they put a ninety three against the D two school they played, but they've been under seventy in both uh, held under seventy in both their D one games. Um, Utah's got the better talent, the better team. They should cover this outright or cover this fairly easy. Right, and this one is uh, in Fort Myers, so. Uh, yeah. Not really a home edge for either team, obviously. Uh, I, I assume Utah fans, pretty good fan base. So I assume there's some people there, especially this time of year, traveling out there to get away and get to the nice, uh, nice warmer weather. Uh, Georgia Tech's not too far away. So I assume, uh, you know, a few fans from each side, although I, I guess that beach is not really a place you want to be at. I think it still got a little bit of uh, damage. So yeah, I, think you I don't know how many people are there from the tourism part of it either. I don't know. Yeah. Never really been to yeah. Fort Myers, so. Uh, uh, so anyway, it should be uh, no real home edge for either team. So we're just talking about who's the better team and by how much. And so uh, Jake and I both think that Utah uh, much better than Georgia Tech. So uh, lay the four and a half. That's our best A play of the day. So the best B side, we're going to take you out to a late game, 10.30 p.m. Central, Cincinnati and Arizona. Uh, Southern says this should be Arizona by – Almost 10. Uh, I locked in eight as a B grade play. The current number is eight and a half. Uh, Jake, why is Arizona minus eight and a half the best B side? Look, the, the Maui Gym Invitational should be on your TV as soon as it's on and just never leave. It's just an incredible field this year. Um, but I mean, Cincinnati's just a very meh team. Uh, they won their first two games um, against the D1 teams, but. Uh, Fairly easy, but one of them was Cleveland State, who lost to a D2 school, and Eastern Kentucky's just not very good either. Uh, they just lost to Northern Kentucky on the road by 13, who ranks 164 in, in Ken Palm's rankings, and Arizona's 11th. That's a, quite a big that's jump. A, that's, yeah, it's a little bit, little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Arizona hasn't played a toughest schedule by far, by, so far, <laughs> by any means, but they've absolutely throttled everybody getting over a hundred twice. And then the time they didn't was 95. They're just out. Their offense is amazing. Their defense is really, really good as they've held their opponents below 80 so far while 
while scoring 100. So it's just absolutely insane. Um, they've got seven guys playing 19 minutes. They're and the eighth guy that's playing 13 minutes. They've got just talent on talent on talent. This team might be a little bit better than last year's, which is hard to say when you lose a player like Mathurin, but they just seem to be playing better defense. It's just, yeah, and I was going to say that Arizona hasn't covered all their games this year, uh, but they also haven't had a number this low, right? And and part of this is early on in the season, uh, you know, and that's and that's why the model a lot of times defaults to taking big big numbers of points, right? Early on in the season, these teams aren't playing their best seven man rotation, you know, eight man rotation, whatever it is. They're getting nine, ten guys in. Uh, they're trying different things, right? You get up twenty on someone, and it's let's try this thing out. Let's see how this works. Sometimes, right? And I don't know exactly what's happening with Arizona. I'm not in that locker room, right? But you know, if you look at it, and you say, oh well, they, you know, they haven't covered a couple of times. Like they've been up huge, and they just haven't covered because the number's been like twenty seven or something. And it's like yeah. well, that's not the number they got to cover here. Uh, this should be a a closer game than the ones they've played. And so by them playing the full forty minutes, we get to see truly how dominant they are. And then playing a full forty minutes probably gets them to about the same thing as them beating those weaker teams when they only had to play for twenty five, right? So yeah. it kind of works out similar in that regard because they'll play full forty versus the other games they didn't have to, they didn't care to, they just went out, rolled the ball, and go score points. And now they're like, okay, now they got to actually try to put a full a full game of basketball together. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, if you look in their statistics, they're they're hitting sixty three percent from the field as a team, seventy five point nine from the from the free throw line, and forty six point seven from the three. Like they're just shooting lights That's out. That's insane. Yeah. They, they they're leading an effective field goal percentage in the NCAA, and they've got a five percent jump on the next on number two, which is just mm. this team is just outstanding. That isn't surprising given those numbers you cited before because those are incredible numbers. Obviously, it won't stay that that good all season, but it just shows you how good they can shoot uh, if, if things are going even moderately well for them. Yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely insane. This team is very, very good and not being talked about enough for how good they are. And I think that really shows this weekend going through the Maui Gym that we're really going to put a, put a stamp on the national scale here. Yeah. All right. To the Jake on a limb segment, a spot where the model doesn't really know which way to go. Kind of says, uh, take whichever side you want. Might have a lean, but not much more than that. Jake, you think you've got an edge on this one. Mississippi State versus Marquette. Sideline says this should be Mississippi State minus four. So the model locked in Marquette plus four and a half already. Uh, Again, you can get these picks uh, a little bit earlier on Patreon, lock them generally around dinner time the night before, uh, other than Saturdays. But this number has gone from four and a half where we locked in the Marquette. Now it's down to three. So it, 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 exactly what the model's saying, which is it said four and it was four and a half. Now it's three. And that's why the model's just like, I don't know. This seems all kind of whatever. Uh, but given the number at three right now, so it's uh, Mississippi State minus three, which side are you on and why? Look, I'm, I'm jumping on Mississippi State. Last time we talked about them, we got them by a million over South Dakota. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just never even close. I just really like this team and how they play. They have a very, very good defense. They play very, very good team defense. They've got a great coach coaching them up. It, they've held all their opponents under 50. Or, or one Only one team has broke 50, sorry. Uh, and I think it was like 52. So, But they're, this is their first real test away from home. Um and it's against a good a good adjacent team like Marquette. They're still trying to figure things out, trying to figure scoring out and stuff. And 
I saw in that Purdue game, even though we missed the cover in the parlay there, they kind of faded towards the end. Something's very similar is going to happen here. Um, with Tolo Smith and DJ Jeffries are just an amazing one-two punch down low. Uh, and it's just going to be really, really hard to stop those two guys, especially if their guards are good enough to get them the ball. So it's going to be really tough. Uh, Marquette's really going to have to depend on that pressure and that crazy defense to keep them from getting the ball, maybe put them in foul trouble. And I don't think that can happen. Um, it's hard to judge any of their scoring stuff. And it, like, it's not like they had amazing percentages like Arizona because there's been so much garbage time with how they've been playing. But the free throw percentage is a little bit worrisome. I mean, they're not a great three-point shooting team. Nobody expected them to be, but the free throw percentage is a little scary. But I'm, I'm going to lay it with them. I think they've got enough to get this done. Um, Marquette, I don't think, has enough right now scoring-wise to keep up. And I don't think they're good enough on defense to speed this team up. They were unable to do it to Purdue. Like, I keep going back to Purdue because that's the one real team they played uh, who had two freshman guards in there. So if you can't really speed up the freshman, I don't expect you to be able to speed up experienced guys like Mississippi State has. Um, Marquette will be a good team in the Big East. They just haven't put it together yet. Mississippi State should take advantage of this team. It's an interesting situation. It's the first one we've had like this on this season. But again, uh, earlier the model had a C-grade pick on Marquette plus four and a half. And the number's important there. And other people were kind of on that same side and drove it down. But now it's the model thinks it's gone too far. At three, it would have a C-grade pick on Mississippi State. So it's one of those where we talk about the number kind of mattering there. And so, uh, you know, views it a little bit differently based off a different number. That's why I put the model number in there so you can kind of use that to judge a little bit as well uh, what you think and see how the numbers are deviating and moving them and whatever. Um, uh, but you, especially at three, yeah. like laying the three with Mississippi State. This is the other game in the Fort Myers thing. So we've touched on both the Fort Myers games uh, here. Both of them should be good games yeah. and interesting games, of course. Um, to the shake and bake with Jake, we've got a parlay here on the Louisville-Arkansas game. Look, Louisville, I, I mentioned this uh, on Saturday when, when I took the show myself. Um you have to expect better things from them because they, they won't lose every game by one. Um, but, but I'm here for it just because it's an incredible run <laughs> that, they've, yeah, that they've done. But we, we, we've talked, you know, I've talked about them, right? They're going to struggle uh, until they can figure something out. And uh, with regards to uh, the guard play and, and that may not happen all season, to be honest, it may, we, we don't really know. We just know where they are right now which is not good. They've struggled with mediocre teams. They've let mediocre teams beat them. And not to take away anything from those teams who beat them, but all those teams are, are respectable. They haven't yeah. they haven't lost to, you know, Chicago State, you know, Delaware State, you know, IUP. They haven't lost to those teams. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't lost. They haven't played a team like Arkansas yet. Now they're actually like going – they're going up a little bit in weight class here and they haven't been able to put away the mediocre teams. Now they're going to play a pretty good one in Arkansas. Um, a sideline here says that this uh, game should be – computers frozen here as I try to <laughs> click over to it. Uh, Sideline says this should be Arkansas minus 16. It gave an A grade to Arkansas minus 15. Again, another situation where the edge is small, but seeing how it's uh, been so profitable fading Louisville wants to keep riding that at least until it fails. Uh, the current number is Arkansas minus 15 and a half. The total is 139 and a half. So uh, you're going to lay the 15 and a half with Arkansas and you're going to go over or go under. Over. I'm going over, over, over yeah. the 139 and a half. Tell us why this parlay is going to get us off the parlay schneid. 
Yeah, okay, so Arkansas is a very, very good team, and they've got a very, very good coach. Um, they still haven't had arguably their best player come back yet. Nick Smith Jr., I'm not – I'm not expecting him to play because I don't. I haven't even read reports where he started practicing yet, um, so I don't think he's going to be here for this whole tournament or anything. Um, they they are a little thin without him, but they're running like a six six and a half man rotation. But Ricky Council and the uh, fourth in Brazil are just absolutely murdering it right now. Um, Brazil like Council's averaging almost twenty points a game. Brazil's got a double double, um, and even with the that. Thin rotation, they're still running at a very fast tempo and played a very intense defense, which we just pointed out. Louisville's struggling with guards. That's going to be turnovers, going to be a lot of points. Um, Arkansas ranks third in adjusted defense, defense efficiency, defensive efficiency and 47th in adjusted offensive efficiency, but uh, both are well, well above the average. Uh, they're, they're struggling to shoot threes, but nobody really expected this Arkansas team to hit threes there. It was a pressure kind of very similar to like Marquette, but actually with a lot more talent. Um, Louisville's still not very good. Um, they're, they're struggling with the guard play. They really don't know where to go on offense at times, um, but their their defense isn't terrible. Um, but they're aver- averaging 16 a game with 16 turnovers a game and um Almost one quarter of their possessions is instant a turnover. That's really going to help Arkansas, and they're going to help the over. Um, just to put that in perspective, that puts them in the bottom twenty-five of the of the nation with teams like IUPUI and Chicago State. Those ones we mentioned, like the, the guard play is really coming back to bite them. Uh, but I think Arkansas can really expose this team. They're very, very good. I think they win this by around twenty, and. I'm seeing like I think I'm seeing like an 80 to 60 type score, getting us in like the 140 range, where it's like that. So I'm like maybe bend back and forth a little more of those points, but I think it'll be around that number. This one's another one out in Maui. Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb, and I'm gonna say that Arkansas gets pretty close to a C note on this one. I think they win by 30. Uh, I, I I just think they. Like I said, we go on a limb on this one, but yeah. I, I just the like you said, the guard play here against this team just feels like a disaster on a game that's uh, on, I assume national television, ESPN, ESPN two, something like that. I mean, this is a like go out there and highlight real. I think, I just think they're going to score a ton of points. I don't know how many Louisville scores. I just think Arkansas is going to score a lot of points. Like I said, I think they're, I think this could get really ugly in that the uh, you know, there's a lot of narrative around Louisville with the bad luck. And I, I agree. We lose three games by one, one point. That's bad luck for sure. You know, you lose three baseball games on one run. It's bad luck. And, and basketball is almost impossible to do that. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so it's incredibly bad luck, but like, again, a totally different type of team here in a game. I think they're really going to struggle with. So we've got Arkansas here laying the points, Jake, for your uh, shake and bake parlay. You're laying 15 and a half with Arkansas going over 139 and a half. To the must-see TV spot, there is a game that should be on your TV sets. We're not going to break it down here because um, we don't know when you're watching this. It's a little bit earlier in the day. 1.30 Central, Tech and Creighton, uh, combined record 7-0 in these teams. Um, Should be a really great game. It's it's definitely the must-see TV game of the afternoon. Um, The game we're going to break down here is the must-see TV game of the night, 8.30 p.m. Central, St. John's versus temple 
Sideline says this should be St. John's minus 4.25. So we grabbed a C-grade play on Temple at plus 4.5. But again, it's saying, hey, this the model thinks this is priced pretty right. The current number is Temple plus 5. So if you grab the plus 5, the model likes that a little bit more. Uh, which way are you taking us for this contest? Like I, I like St. John's here. As much as I like Temple, St. John's is just – I fought for this the Nebraska one to be on here. So I finally get St. John's on here up. I'm I'm just a huge fanboy. Hey, and I told you the reason when I told you that I when I said no, I said look, you have like 25 more chances. Here you go, like three days later, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just a huge fanboy. The way Mike Henderson coaches and how the St. John's team plays, especially like last year was fun. This year's just the same, just without Julian Chambini. Um, They just play with such a speed and such pressure defense, and they just throw a unreal amount of bodies at you. It just makes it so fun to watch. Um, they're also a very physical team. David Jones and Soriano as their point guard who transferred from Louisville, who's Louisville is very, very much missing. Uh, and Soriano, who's a bit, their big guy is just, they're running away from it and scoring. Uh, Cabello and Posh Alexander are the two to watch though. Those guys just make fun passes. They're it's like, it is just a fun brand of basketball. Um, Carbello's leading the team in assists with six, and I think Posh has got four, but they, they just make fun decisions, and it's just a blast. And they were down at the half, um, and the Nebraska game came back, won that one by 20. They, they All of a sudden, once it gets rolling, they just really take off it. Uh, Temple, or Temple, I like them. I think they're a good team. They don't be fun to watch this year, but they're just very, very extremely dependent on uh, Dunn. Um, he scores 24, 25 points a game. Uh, he's just really, really tough. Uh, very good player, but there's just not a lot of help there. This game should be on your TV because I think it'll be up and down, a lot of fun to watch. But I don't think there's enough on Temple's side for it to for them to cover. I think St. John's will be able to win this by like 7 to 10 range. This is part of the Empire Classic. It's at the Barclays Center. The model's, not giving, the model's not giving St. John's any home edge. Uh, it's it's not their arena. They don't practice there. Um, so that's, uh, you know, a, a thing that kind of matters a little bit to this. But the location is obviously great for them. So the model's not giving them any home court. But it's not unrealistic if you wanted to give them, like, a point for home court. And if you were to do that, uh, the model, it would take it from 4.25 to 5.25, which would then say to lay the 5 with St. John. So, um, yeah, it, like I said, it's not giving home court. I wouldn't give it the full home court. But it's, it's not crazy to give them a little bit because the travel spot, they're sleeping in their – normal arrangements uh for this game because it's just down the road versus not that temple's very far but it is a road trip for temple whereas it's not for st john's and correct me if i'm wrong they've probably they've probably played there quite a bit because i believe the biggest tournaments there and they've played some games there and stuff they they do yes and that's and it's questionable we don't have a lot of data on these situations uh it's it's very limited at least uh how much that helps they are they should be quasi comfortable with that gym maybe not again a lot of it's practicing at the gym and seeing the backdrops that sort of thing um but they do end up playing a lot of their games there. So it's kind of a like, again, like you can kind of give them a little bit of a home court, maybe not a full, it's their practice gym, but, but something right. Yeah. It, it's one point, it, you know, 
seems not crazy. Maybe a point and a half at most, but since it won't be a home game with the rest of their fans, uh, potentially impacting the refs, I would I would definitely not get more than a point and a half. I probably would stop at a point. So um, just a little under the hood there for that one. And then real quick here, we're going to finish this off with overtime. One more A-grade play that you like and want to make sure we get people's uh, attention to 6.30 p.m. Central, Rhode Island versus Kansas State. Sideline says this should be Kansas State by more than 11. It locked in to Kansas State as an A-grade play at 7.5. It's up to 9.5, and, and you still like it as a play. And I tend to agree, given that the, the model says over 11, I think even up to 10 is perfectly reasonable to play it. I'm curious your take on that, how high you would play it. But but I think uh, we're kind of in agreement. This Kansas State team just loads better than Rhode Island and probably going to run away with it. Uh, what do you have to say here? Yeah, I'd probably play this up to 14, to be honest. Oh, wow. I think Rhode, okay. Island, Rhode Island is struggling. Uh, I'm not sure why this line opened up so short. They're one yeah. and two, losing to Texas State and Quinnipiac at home. They're one win to Stony Brook. Like none of those teams strike fear into anybody. Um, they've got a very good player in Ishmael Leggett, but they are extremely dependent. Like as much as Temple is dependent on uh, Dunn, this team is much more dependent on Leggett, who leads in points and rebounds, a second in assists, second in steals, and tied for first in blocks. The guy does everything for this team. Um, also, I really don't like Archie Miller. Don't think he's a good coach. It's, I just I hated him in Indiana. I'm, he wasn't very good at Arizona. I think it was there. I think he was there at Arizona. Not, I can't remember which Miller was at Arizona, but I didn't like him. I didn't like RJ at Indiana. Uh, I don't see him being able to scheme his way out of this one and scheme open Ishmael because uh, Kansas State is a very good team. Uh, they're undefeated on the year. Uh, I know we missed the cover last time, but they were hanging right around there, sniffing it. Uh, Keontae Johnson and uh, Marquise Noel are just playing out of their mind. Just really impressive. Kansas State just has the horses to run away with this one, and they will. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. And uh, just a, a quick little, again, pitch for the Patreon there. If you had the early access lines, you could have taken advantage of this horrible uh, open line. And then, again, it hung around all day. Uh, so, you know, you could have got the update there and, and locked in a better number. And again, the, the reason I'm, the reason I'm doing that on the Patreon is I've decided to take some extra time out of my life in order to provide these extra benefits. And so I'm trying to say, Hey, if people are uh, looking for extra benefits, I can provide those again. If not, we're glad that you're here, but otherwise those extra benefits can be worth it. Uh, given the line movements, uh, can create some extra value for you. I was looking through it earlier. Tell me when's the last time you had a basketball team laying 31 with sideline. Like, oh yeah, not very often. That was really surprising. I saw that went, oh god, how bad? How bad is that team? Because <laughs> yeah. Iowa laying Iowa 31 with Iowa is. Yeah, there's some every once in a while. Yeah, uh, there's some surprising numbers. Uh, Iowa was like that here today. I think there was one on Sunday that was like this at the, that that said lay a big number. It doesn't like to lay up big numbers. You've, no, you've seen no. that if you've looked at the sheet at all. It's very rare. It's a big number. It's almost like always just take it. Just the questions the grade. Never once will hear it'll say lay a big number. Uh, it did like once this weekend and here uh, tomorrow. Okay, Iowa minus thirty one. I was like Iowa minus thirty one. Like that's bold pick model. Bold pick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would lay it with them because Iowa scores like crazy. But yeah, I just yeah. Was I mean, there's a reason why. Kicked that up. 
there's a reason why and that one and the other thing too we're, we're at a double overtime now we're this was off script you know we're just giving the people extra here uh, i'll have to write this up in the in the description that we are talking about this iowa game uh as of the time of lock i don't know what total is now it's time to lock the total on the iowa game was 156 uh but the model said 159 and a half and i talked about this over on the saturday show that when the model gets to these high numbers it tends to not go too high or too low so anytime it's got a high number like that and the model says go over i'm like oh yeah we should be going over just like you said iowa scores a lot of points the model thinks the model basically thinks i was gonna like put up 100 in this game and i can easily see it, I can easily see it too right so yeah it, it it would lay the 30 with iowa 31 with iowa and take the over so there's there's a little extra uh tidbit for you if, <laughs> if, if you're interested in don't watch it though right remember you don't have to watch them to make the money so nobody should be watching iowa and omaha unless it's friends or family or alma maters right now otherwise there's other things to watch here on, yeah, on your Monday. especially going through feast week there is just more and more better games each day yeah and, and day games too which is always a lot of fun so we'll we'll have a lot of fun and again a little quick pitch uh on the patreon for that discord chat uh we'll have a lot of fun we'll be chit-chatting throughout the day uh if you want to break from work just Pull, pull up a game on the screen. We'll chit chat about it. Uh, it, it, it a lot of fun because games throughout the week should be a lot of fun. If, if you're having to work this week, uh, we'll hopefully provide you some distractions uh, when when you want and need them from from your nine to five. <laughs> all righty. Well, that's then all we've got. Jake, any parting words before we sign off? No, I, I mean now that Tennessee's lost, I am full into basketball season. Football season is over for me, a fan wise. So I am all into basketball. <laughs> I yeah, no no words to that. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can enter all the sports betting content we provide on this channel. Just drop it right into your feed. We'll be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting content. Until then, as always, best of luck and remember you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>